Today, what I, I want to talk to you guys about is an extremely important concept in chiropractic. Uh, Dr. Thornhill and I were just talking about how pivotal this was. Way back in 1907, the concept of chiropractic as separate and distinct started. Um, D.D. Palmer, with his brilliance, uh, chiropractic founded on tone back in 1895. Uh, he had a tremendous amount of things to talk about, but what was starting to happen in the early 1900s is chiropractors were getting jailed. So I'm not sure if you guys really know the story about this. I, you know we have the clock tower with all the 600 and something or other names there. Um, but understand that they were getting jailed and the reason they were getting jailed is because they were practicing quote unquote medicine without a license. That was the, the, the jurisdiction. So BJ Palmer created something called the Universal Chiropractic Association. Uh, and the main goal, and that later became the ICA, uh, the International Chiropractic Association. But back then it was called the Universal Chiropractic Association. And the main goal of that association was to defend chiropractors who were being thrown in jail. Uh, and there are people like Herbert Chap Reaver, who is one of the most jailed chiropractors. He spent like hundreds of days in jail over and over and over again getting jailed. Um, but this is the case I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, he was a chiropractor. His name was Dr. Shigeratto Murikubo from the class, Palmer class of 1901. This was the, the case that changed chiropractic. And the, cha the case that changed chiropractic was they created, uh, they, they, Mr. Uh, Dr. Morikubo was jailed and they created defense saying chiropractic is separate and distinct. Now, unfortunately, all the legal records from the case were lost. Uh, it, was at, it was in La Crosse, Wisconsin. They cannot find all, any legal records. And I have been scouring all kinds of stuff. I've asked some uh, scholars uh, of Green Book uh, uh, stuff and there's nothing out there. However, in one of the green books, I, I was looking through my own green books, and, so, and this is one of the green books that was written in 1924, volume number 17, Malpractice is Applied to Chiropractors uh, by Holmes, who was part of the team of, that BJ had uh, when they were defending it. And this is what was said, this is the, the defense that was used in the case. The question now comes, why is it necessary to prove chiropractic is separate, distinct, and different school or system of medicine in a malpractice case? Because when chiropractic has been established as a school separate from allopaths, homeopaths, osteopaths, then the chiropractic's actions are judged according to the standards of chiropractic school, not the system according to allopathic school. The learning and skill required is then learning and skill of the ordinary chiropractor, not of the physician and surgeon. This was pivotal, pivotal and this is how Dr. Morikubo won. And we, this was the first victory in chiropractic. Back in 1907, the brilliance of B.J. Palmer, the brilliance of his legal team to say, we're not doing what they're doing. We're doing something completely different. We are separate and distinct. Chiro and this is also from that green book. Chiropractic is now a science unto itself. It is a separate and distinct from allopathic medicine and from osteopathy or any other form of system of healing. It has its own particular methods of ascertaining the cause of dis-ease and its own particular meaning, means of eliminating the cause and allowing innate to restore a patient to health. This was something so different than the traditional allopathic model back then <clears throat> that it changed the face of chiropractic. Why do I bring this up now? Well, two reasons. Number one, because a few weeks ago, I happened to take over another teacher's class temporarily, um, and this is what we were talking about. It made me kind of think about this. Um, but number two is so many chiropractors want us to be like everybody else. They want us to do more allopathic kind of things. 
But I'm telling you, the reason that I, as a pediatric chiropractor, as a pediatric board certified, pediatric specialist, am seeing so many kids on the spectrum is because I do something different. People want something different. I had a new patient yesterday, brought their little kiddo on the spectrum. This kid was having some troubles, sitting still, whatever, and the mom kept on apologizing. I said, don't worry about it, it's not a problem. I don't mind, because he's running around in the exam room and he's throwing things and, and he's not letting me work on her. And I said, it's okay, because she's apologizing. I said, you don't have to apologize. I understand this, I speak his language. We will get to, we will understand him and he's gonna be fine. I don't want you to worry about it. And she said, do you know why I'm here? She said, that's the exact reason, what you just said. Because if I go to a medical office, not that it's bad or wrong and I'm not putting any medicine down, but I go to a medical office, if they have to do something, what are they gonna do with that kid? They're gonna hold that kid down. I have to do this, this, and this, hold that kid down, get somebody else here, hold them down, let's make this happen. Not in my office. In my office, I respect that little child. I respect where he's at. I respect the angst that he's feeling. I respect and understand where he's coming from. And my goal is to earn trust and not to do something that's gonna make him not trust me the next time. And that's what makes us separate and distinct. We are not the same as everybody else. We are not the same. And that's what makes chiropractic so amazing. If chiropractic did not come up with a separate and distinct philosophy back in 1907, chances are, and I bet you Dr. Thornhill and Dr. LaMarche would agree with me, chances are we wouldn't be here. If we tried to do the same thing as everybody else and just be like everybody, and, and let's do the drugs and do the surgery, do like everybody else and be like them, then we wouldn't be here. The reason chiropractic has survived for 127 or so years is because we are different. And what the, the thing I want to tell you, the thing I want you guys to understand, how, what quarters are we, are we in here? Are we like mostly, like let's say first, second, third, who's first, second, third? Excellent, who's fourth, fifth, sixth? Excellent, who's eighth or above? Okay, good, so what I want you guys to understand and who graduates, some graduates here and some soon to be, uh, to me, the most important thing to understand is that we have a job to do and it's not what everybody else does. The reason patients come to our practices is because we offer something amazing and different and super, super special. Because if you can get, like, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with being a back pain doctor. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, that's not how I practice. I am not a back pain doctor. I am not a spine doctor. I am not, <clears throat> my goal as a chiropractor is make the brain and nerve system function better. That's my goal. That's my goal. Not this wrong to, if you, if you want to take care of backs, that's totally fine. To me, it's far more important to make the brain and nerve system work better. Because even, and I want you guys to think about this, even when you are working on someone's back because they have quote unquote back pain, you're still making their brain and nerve system work better. The way they're going to heal is because their brain and nerve system are now working the way it's supposed to instead of having interference. So that is ultimately our job. Ultimately, what we do is when patients, the first visit, they hear me say, I'm a brain and nerve system specialist. That is my job. So the, yesterday she came in, <clears throat> the mom came with her kiddo, and she's like, you're not doing anything that my chiropractor, because she goes to another chiropractor, ever like looked at me. I said, because I'm not looking at what, that, what a typical chiropractor is looking for. I'm looking to see how is the brain working? How is the nerve system working? And a child, like how would you justify saying a child needs chiropractic care if all you're looking for is back pain, right? 
But yesterday we had a, another, <coughs> I, could, I could tell you stories all day long about these kids. Um, after 33 years, I have a gazillion of them. So yesterday this little one uh, comes in. She, uh, she had like the worst colic, the worst reflux, couple of months old. And now the baby is doing amazingly well. And the mom said, I'm so glad that I brought my kiddo here because this child was having so many challenges because of the very challenging birth that they had. And now look at her. Look at her, she's lifting her head up, she's starting to roll, she's doing all the things that she wasn't doing because when a kid is in pain, they're not, their brain and nerve system is not focusing on the development and the milestones that are supposed to be happening. If you're in pain, you're not progressing, you're slowed down. So by removing the subluxations and getting the nerve system to work better, now her brain and nerve system is starting to develop the way it's supposed to and she's caught up. She was behind and she caught up and the mom noticed that. And I said, thank you so much. Would you mind putting that in a Google review for us, right? <laughs> Which she said she was gonna do. So, but th that's the whole idea. That is the whole, that, that's <clears throat> the big idea. BJ Palmer talks about that. The big idea that he wrote a book in 1949 called The Bigness of the Fellow Within. That's the big idea. The big idea is change the way the brain and nerve system work. If you read a lot of BJ's work, he doesn't talk about, well, we're gonna crack backs and we're gonna move bones. Sure, that's what we do, but that's, a con that's our way in. Do you guys understand that? That's the way in. It's not the end goal. It's the, it's the way into their nerve system. It's the way to start their nerve system to process better. The reason that a child on the spectrum can do better on the chiropractic care is because, but, Autism is a neurological issue where their motor and nerve system and their sensory systems are not working the way they're supposed to. If you can get a kid with autism under care long enough, long enough to get their brain and nerve system to start working better, then they have better motor control, they have better sensory input, and everything is working better. And God, does that feel good when a little kid, as an example, I'll tell you a story I just told in my other class. <coughs> <clears throat> little kiddo comes in and she is like three or three and a half, maybe four years old, and she's just not having it. She's screaming, just like the other kiddo from yesterday, screaming, crying, throwing tantrums, etc. And now, ten after t every ten visits, we do a re-exam to assess how the nervous system and brain are doing. Now she walks in, she says hi, she sits down on the floor. We play with our, our alphabet cards. We have, it's like a whole different ball game. This kid is opening up before my eyes. Now, here's the interesting thing. She's doing things at three and a half, four years old that she should have been doing at one and a half, two years old. But that's because that's where her brain was stuck. So what can she do now? Now she can start doing things that, that, that she was supposed to do a couple of years ago. So she can start doing it now. Her brain is catching up. Wow. Wow. To see brains catch up that were stuck and she's been doing this therapy and that therapy and this therapy and that therapy and nothing changed until her brain changed. And that's the power you have in your hands. In your hands, you have that power to make that kind of change. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Isn't that, what, what other field has that, right? That I'm telling you, I talk about this all the time, plumbers just don't get together and talk about plumbing philosophy, <laughs> right? Not that plumbing isn't important, Right, it sure is very important, but they just don't have a rah-rah session about plumbing, right? But we get this opportunity to talk, to, to understand the beauty of what we do and how 
it's really, as BJ would say, it is as simple as that. It is as simple as my putting my hands on a subluxation, removing that subluxation, allowing the brain and nervous system to work better, reduce that dis-ease, that disharmony, that dysfunction, that disconnection. Wow, what a profession you guys are walking into, right? There ain't nothing like it. You guys are in the best field in the whole world. <clears throat> I, I have a podcast. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it's called ChiroCast. It's one of the longest running podcasts in the world um, for, in chiropractic. It's over 500 episodes. So if you would like it, please let me know. Check it out or click on the whatever code that thing is called. <laughs> to me, the most important thing I want to do is, is protect our kids, right? That's why I do what I do, because I want to make sure our kiddos are like, what do you think she's going to do when she gets married? With her doing what she's doing right now, she's using a car clicker to adjust Mickey Mouse and there's Minnie Mouse waiting. <coughs> if she's got a waiting list practice already, right? So what do you think she's gonna do when she gets married and has kids? She's gonna bring her kids to chiropractor. Would that be a weird thing for her? No, because she grew up on it. That's the dream, that's the mission. Get enough kids on the care that maybe not the generation we're currently in now, but the next generation, if all you guys take care of hundreds and thousands, imagine how many hundreds and thousands, millions of adjustments you guys are gonna deliver, right, to kids that you have the capability of doing. Imagine what all those 100,000 kids who you adjust in the next couple of years after you graduate, in 20 years from now, when they have kids, it's all gonna be automatic. And then now, instead of saying we, say we take care of 10% of the population, now we're taking care of 50% of the population. That's how it's gonna happen, but we need more people taking care of more kids, right? So thank you guys so much. How we're going to run the rest of today, 